Welcome to the Center Journal podcast, Dragoncast, from the Omicron chapter of Delta Cap Alpha. I'm Dylan, and joining me today is my co-host, Marie. In chapter news, go to DKA events, support DKA. For our discussion on the industry, since it is February and Oscar season, I wanted to kind of get into a discussion about our thoughts on the Academy Awards this year. The 90... Hmm? Also known as the Oscars, for anyone who doesn't know. I like, found that out 15 minutes ago. Us. <laughs> um, let's see. It's which, which one is this? Like the 92nd. Wild. Okay. There's also a talk about the Oscars don't really mean much in the international, yeah. like internationally. Like they're like cool here, but then you go elsewhere and they're like, oh. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's <laughs> one of the best picture nominees out of the seven has an international director. And even then, it's not like a completely world encompassing international selection of films. Um, well, I. Taika Waititi is also an international director. So two of the seven have directors from other countries. Oh, I just found the list. It doesn't, not to say that movies that aren't international are inherently bad or that American movies are better than any other ones because they're made in Hollywood. Mm, but at the same time, by only comparing American movies to American movies with American directors, yeah. like the, we're diluting the potential for the art form to grow. There's so many good international like movies and films out there, and it's such a shame that we don't ever focus on them or we don't like them because they're not dubbed over and that we have to read subtitles. And honestly, subtitles aren't that big of an issue. Like um, the director of Parasite said, like, you, can, you can get over it. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. I love subtitles. I always have them on. <laughs> That's I, you. You do. That's true. <laughs> Even if it's in English, you're just like, all right, CC subtitles. Let's go. I just like. Sometimes I like to know what's going on. You know. Sometimes like I'm eating, but like right, okay. my chewing's too loud, <laughs> and I can't. What are you eating? It's so loud. You need subtitles. Okay, like sometimes I'm watching it on my laptop and like not on, and you know, it's like there's a sound difference still. <laughs> okay, anyways. Okay, let do any any other thoughts on Best Picture, honestly? Okay, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, I saw that movie twice and I don't know if I should have seen it at least once. It was, I just felt like that movie was very dragged out and maybe... I just didn't get the point of it because I at the end like I was like oh I got it like it's about Hollywood and like all the absurd things so the movie was sort of really absurd but and like I just I don't think it can compare to a lot of the other movies on here like Little Women maybe I'm biased but Little Women made me cry (laughs) and I don't know if that's a good indicator of a movie but I feel like for me and all of my friends and anyone who's watched it has just really felt a certain connection to this revival of Little Women and like the way they told this one. Like I really, I really felt it. I was like, wow, she's going through it. It wasn't like I was sad the entire time I was crying. It was just a bunch of emotions and of like growing up and there was sort of that nostalgic feeling I was like yearning for something I'd never had like I've never had sisters like why am I like wow remember this time (laughs) it's nuts but when a movie can make you feel like that Mm -hmm. it's succeeded um yeah I'd say 
Joker has no business being on the best picture list. I saw it, and it's not that it was bad, but it was just so fine. It was fine. It's not, it doesn't make a statement. It's not that good. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's, like, come on. It's really not. Like, I've, I've read all the articles where mm-hmm. people are like, but wait, but the, wait there's is. a hidden message. And it definitely the screenplay is hot trash. Hot trash, just like hot Arthur take. falls into at the start of the movie. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> Spoiler. Let's. Moving on, which um, of the five white men do you think best deserve acting in a leading role? You know, I personally feel like after I found out who Robert De Niro was, I will say, okay, I'm going to be honest. I tried watching The Irishman. I didn't love it. Is, is Robert even nominated? Wait, where are you? Where are we looking I'm at? I'm on the uh, Oscar website. Well, yeah. Are you looking at best notion? actor in a leading role? <laughs> It's right under Best Picture and above Actress in a Leading Role. Hmm? Wait, let me, let me, hmm? give me a hot hmm? second. Interesting. I can read you the oh, options. Can you just tell me the people? Yeah. So first there's Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Cool, I didn't see that, but he was in Spy Kids, so he has my vote. Oh, yeah, um, I know who that is. <laughs> there's Leo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He did good in that. I, I enjoyed when he like flipped out in his trailer. I felt that. Five minutes. Sometimes I just get home from <laughs> class and I just do that in my room. Uh, Adam Driver in a Marriage Story. Oh, I found it. What's two the two popes? Did you see that? I saw the two popes. It was good. Like you have to know stuff about the religion though to get why two popes in that dynamic would be interesting. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just two dudes talking in like Latin and Italian and English. <laughs> like trying to one up each other in all these different languages, and okay, Adam Driver. I enjoyed him in the Marriage Story. What are your th- What are your thoughts on the Marriage Story? I've only seen it in memes from Twitter, <laughs> where him and Scarlett Johansson are yelling at each other, and That's... everyone's like, "You're not special. My parents do that too." Dude, it's wild because the okay. I'm just gonna spoil it. It's on Netflix. Go see it. Pause this if you haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> At the start of the movie, they're in therapy, reading yes. to each other the best things about each other and why they got married. That's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, me, divorce lawyer, <laughs> reading why we got married in the first place. And it's really nice because Adam all, Adam's character has all the nice stuff to say about Scarlett Johansson. And the importance of that scene is like an entire movie later, like at the end of the movie, they completely devolve and like tell each other that they wish the other person would die. Oh, damn. So that like that is the marriage story. Um, I thought it was good. I like I had to watch it in two pieces though. I was mm-hmm. not sitting down for like the full two hours, two and a half hours. To watch the marriage story. The kid was weird in it. Like the kid, come on, kid actors, step it up, guys. <laughs> There's a reason there's no child in a leading role nomination for the Oscars. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. And Joker. I think he was good. He carried the movie. I'll give him that. Like he Didn't he like dislocate his knee or something? I wouldn't be surprised. Was that necessary though? Like no. is that necessary? <laughs> no, I will tell you right now it is not. Like good for good on you, Joaquin. You're you're chilling. You're still making movies. You're still progressing the art form. Uh, I, I like don't feel I too strongly opinions. about any of these. Yeah, I Maybe think. Maybe I also didn't watch enough movies this year. From the selection of like the five American movies that they're putting up here, and one American movie with an international twist, 
say it's probably between, in my personal opinion, uh, Leo and Adam. But mm. in the public's opinion, it might might be Joaquin. Yeah. Actress in a leading role. Interesting. That? It's under actor in a leading role. Oh, I see it. I see it. I would love for... How do you pronounce her name? So mm, Interesting. Pronunciation. Let's learn. Learning with Delta Kappa Alpha. <laughs> learn how to pronounce people's names correctly. It does. It's not that hard. Established stars like Chloe Grace Moretz <laughs> and Oscar nominee Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. Ronan. Right on. We were both very wrong. Okay. Now we know. Saoirse, Saoirse Ronan. Ronan. I loved her in Little Women when she... Another spoiler alert. Please... Watch all these movies before you. Um, it's not like you haven't seen this on Twitter, but it's just like I'm sick and tired of a woman only being known, like or only being able to be loved. We're so much more than that. Like when she said that, I felt it. I was like, what am I doing? Like there's so much more to me in my life than like looking for love. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but in the context of the film, I can understand where she was coming from and I really felt that because at the time like her aunt would be like you need to get married and you know support your family but Scarlet but not Scarlett Johansson Saoirse Ronan Saoirse Ronan was like I can be a writer I can do this I can do that and I was like you go girl the entire movie ah the women empowerment in it snaps snaps for that 2019 felt so long 2019 was a oh my god, such a long year. <laughs> the, I didn't I didn't even realize all of these movies came out that year. Yeah, I I don't know. I think there's interesting discussion also about the politics behind some of these movies and like how movies even get nominated for the Oscars. Right. Have you seen that thing? It's like that TV show called Adam Ruins Everything. And, like, he talks about the Oscars and, like, how people, like, how movies get nominated for the Oscars. And now I just feel like it's such a big scam. And so I'm yeah. just like, what's real in this industry? Not the Oscars. But still watch. <laughs> but still watch. Come, <laughs> come, to, the to, come to the DK come to Oscar, DK Oscar party. party. So you can all wallow together <laughs> when the Joker does not win Best Feature. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Frozen 2? I did not see Frozen 2. Oh, my goodness. Okay, in my opinion, when Brandon Urie sings Into the Unknown, it hits different than when Adina Menzel sings Into the Unknown. Hot take. Probably, actually, probably not hot take. Oh, the Elton John movie came out this year. I forgot that I forgot that, came, that out. came out. Did this year, was this the same year that the movie where the guy... Like he woke up and the world completely forgot that the Beatles existed, and yeah. he just started copying all yeah. those Beatles. Was that this year? Yeah. What? <laughs> no. You don't see that getting nominated for anything. At oh least I think that was this year. Oh, the best animated short nominees, short film. You should definitely see animated shorts. Yes. They're very good, and it takes like seven minutes to watch something. Yeah. And they're always really good, like Kitbull. Yeah. That made me cry. I'd say the favorite of the ones I've seen is definitely Hair Love. Oh, that was a good one, too. But I still haven't seen some of these. Interesting. A lot of them are usually on, like, Vimeo. I didn't even know there was a movie that came out called Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah. 
and I, it's a question of like, okay, cool history piece, but with that kind of budget um, and that kind of star power, what other stories could we have told that give the actors the, ch- the opportunity to channel their skill and sharpen their profession in more challenging ways mm-hmm. than like play Ford and Ferrari, go for it. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. That might just be a me thing. Um, writing. Interesting because there's, for the adapted section, it's the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and the Two Popes. I think four of those deserve to be there. <laughs> Are you going to say which four you think deserve to be I there? I think I've already made my point. Knives Out is a great original screenplay. Oh, um, yes. I did. My whole and family enjoyed that. Is It was a movie you could see with your whole family. Yeah. It was... I enjoyed it, you know? Yeah, I dug it. I felt really immersed in it. I really felt Marta and her struggles. <laughs> I I was Marta. Okay, I wasn't Marta. But I, understood, I was understanding yeah. what she went through. Because, like, you know how... Why do I keep relating back to Twitter? But, like, <laughs> I'm on Twitter a decent amount. Okay, okay. But they talked about, like, the subtle, like, microaggressions yeah. in Knives Out. And I was like, that's so true. Because when I watched that, like, I felt that so strongly. Where, Bro, like, I don't even just, know if they're subtle. The, okay, the dude was, like, not, straight up like, oh, she's Argentinian. <laughs> like, let's, let's ask her opinion. <laughs> right. It's always like, oh, you're in class. Oh, you're the only person of color. Let me ask your opinion. Right. And single you out. And you're like, huh. It really, it's really like this right now. Like for the, okay, I'm a political science major, which is like kind of grody. Flex. Every new, or every political science class you take, it's like a history of whatever theory. Uh-huh. And there's always like a week that's just like slavery and <laughs> the black suffrage. Oh my God. <laughs> and watch the teacher ask for anybody's opinion in the entire class. She's like, looks at like the two black people in the class, like anybody that they can single out and no one else speaks. And it's just like, it's also, it's so frustrating because I understand that sometimes people, like people who aren't those people can't relate to what's going on and can't really, don't feel like they can talk on the subject, which is definitely true. Um, there are, I think, different, like you, you can't really talk, not that you can't, but you can't really understand. You'll never understand what it's like to be like, a person of color or like a black person or like any per, like minority unless you are them but it's like important to give them room to talk about their experiences but it's also like it where every like POC I can tell you is so tired of having to explain their side like having to educate people on things that like we don't have to like we're not it's not my responsibility to educate you on colonialism in the Philippines, for instance. Like, that's not my job. But somehow it always ends up being the minority's job or, like, the marginalized people's jobs right. to, like, teach. And I think Knives Out was really interesting because I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have recognized that if they, um, the like, we say subtle. It definitely wasn't subtle. But, like, <laughs> a lot of people, like, people do that all the time. Yeah, And that's just, like... Such a such a good example of what goes on in the real world. And you're like, you think these people care about you. They say they do. They kept saying, another spoiler, they kept saying they were going, they like wish you family. were at the funeral. Yeah, like I wish you were you there. You were part of the family, right? Am I really? 
Watch Knives Out. That's a good one. That's a good one. I thought it was interesting and fun. Some people thought it was boring, but to each their own. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I just, that movie was a lot. I remember after I watched that movie, I was in the bathroom and this old lady came up to me asking me to explain it. And so I was just <laughs> like, I'm really not qualified to do this, but I guess I can explain it. And I had to explain to her about like the Manson family. And I was like, it's interesting the age difference between us and I'm explaining this, but it's right. fine. So I was like telling her about that. And then how me and my friend were like, oh, it's so absurd. It's kind of like Hollywood. We're like, oh, maybe maybe this is a connection. Call me out if I'm wrong, because I, I generally no, I think that's... don't really know exactly what they were going for in this movie. I, I don't know. So I think the consensus is that Quentin, like from what I understand, he like doesn't, isn't a big fan of making movies anymore. Like he would prefer to write novels. But at the same time, the dude's gathered such a following as a filmmaker and I'm mm-hmm. sure he has stories to tell. So his idea with this was like a deconstruction of 19 like 50s, I mm-hmm. think it's said in 1950s Hollywood, 1960s Hollywood. So he talks about like aging stars in yeah. which he chooses like Leon DiCaprio and Brad Pitt who have been in a ton of his movies. So it's a he's looking at their careers yeah. and actually how they've developed as actors outside of his films and like, "Oh, I bet you're questioning like if your career is going to hold water <laughs> in the next 5 years." And then he also does a lot of like self commentary, not in a very constructive way, but he just like, haha, I do this. Like there's so <laughs> many feet in this movie and it's just him being like, haha, yes, that's me. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I think it was Brad Pitt accepted. I don't know what award he was accepting, but he's like, oh, and thanks to Quentin, who's separated more um, feet from shoes than TSA. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's wild. That movie was interesting. Who is that actress? Her name is like Margaret Qualley. Margot Robbie? No, no, no. Margaret Qualley. She like was the hippie girl who invited him oh. to the mansion. That might be her name. But she was the one. Like I remember distinctively. It was like her dirty feet on like the car dashboard. Yeah, right. Pressing against the windshield. And I was like, I'm so not into this. <laughs> this is not what <laughs> I'm here for. This is not what I wanted. But I don't know. I thought it was cute. I liked how it was like kind of hazy. You're like, oh, we're in that time. It's kind of hazy. (laughs) I thought it was fun. The last 10 minutes of the movie was wild. Yeah. I think the the reasoning (laughs) that he gave for that is like, oh, in every Hollywood movie, stuff turns out okay, even though in real life, it obviously did not. And in that movie, I guess it turned out okay. That's the thing is like Leo Leonardo's character finally got to be the hero and overcome all the doubt that he could never be the good guy again. That's always interesting to think, what is his career going to look like in five right? years? Like what's Brad? Like it's interesting because they're so public and it's like one wrong thing they do is detrimental to their career. It's wild to think that one day Justin Bieber is going to be like 45 Yes. It's like <laughs> you know one day I mean? you're advertising to get your song on the top 100. Like, <laughs> Play my song while you sleep. <laughs> Make a playlist of Yummy. Go stream Yummy. It's interesting to like what lengths people go to to promote their work. Yeah. And to promote their work to the Oscar people. I think a very digestible and interesting deconstruction of the Oscar process is played out in BoJack Horseman, other, other animated Netflix show. You should watch it. It's good. You should watch it. It's we've had, good. I think we've had Decca's work at Shadow Machine 
which it, like, Yo, it helps interesting. animate that or does something yeah. with that support short. I, there was like an entire half season arc about Bojack just having to keep up a good appearance and do all these like press junkets mm-hmm. to be nominated for an Oscar or whatever their version of an Oscar was. Interesting. Okay, I finally found the international feature film category, Why? which I like how has a less slots. Category. Yeah, has less slots than Best Picture. So the the Academy is acknowledging that they're American centric. Yes. But they like, but somehow they're still like they're putting a little side piece like, ah, oh, this is gonna satisfy all the international film viewers. Like, what? Do you know how many countries there are? Uh, like five, according to the Academy. <laughs> Only five. <laughs> Guys, go check out some other film fests. Like, check out the the films in TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival. That seems to be consistently pretty good at getting a lot of different voices out there mm-hmm. and putting a lot of different folks on the map from different countries. Yes. Also, support your independent filmmakers. Yes. Obviously, Sundance is a good place to go. Also coming up this year, crazy, I won't be there, I have school, (laughs) but there are a bunch of film festivals, and you can always look at Vimeo's pick of the week, and they have good things to show that you might not have heard or seen of. It's always good to see things that aren't from people who keep making them is that does that make sense like it's it's good to see films that aren't always hollywood yeah exactly like go on more independent streaming platforms canopy oh see see some fun movies see some cool things that aren't aren't typical you know zombie land zombie land <laughs> not exactly. not that that isn't very hollywood which it is however i really like zombie land the second one was i really liked it really yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it, but I interesting. highly suggest it. So go check out the Zombieland franchise. And if you're a filmmaker on the Syracuse campus and I'd you're love to see your work. making movies, check out the Delta Cap Alpha Film Festival oh, yes. coming this semester. Other than that, thanks for tuning in to Dragoncast. I'm Dylan. And I'm Marie. And we'll catch you again in two weeks. <laughs>